Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Tuesday, the 18th of January. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Emily Wither. A deadly drone strike in the heart of the UAE with threats there's more to come. They've attacked uh, lots of things in the past, ships, oil facilities, airports. And the Houthis have said that the UAE should expect more attacks if they don't pull out of the civil war in Yemen. And the true scale of the disaster in Tonga is emerging. 90% of the people in Tonga are dependent on growing their own food. And this massive cloud of ashes descended and blanketed all, all the main towns. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We start in the United Arab Emirates, where three people have been killed and six injured in a suspected drone attack near Abu Dhabi Airport. Three fuel trucks exploded and a fire broke out on Monday in the industrial Musafa area near the storage facilities of the oil firm ADNO. A minor fire was also dealt with at the airport itself in an area under construction. Yemen's Iran-aligned Houthi movement has claimed responsibility for the attack. In a statement, Houthi spokesman Colonel Yahya Saria warned of more attacks. With the help of God Almighty, the armed forces carried out a qualitative and successful military operation which targeted Dubai and Abu Dhabi airports, the Abu Dhabi oil refinery and a number of important and sensitive Emirati sites and facilities. The operation was carried out with five ballistic missiles and numerous drones. It successfully achieved its objectives. The Yemeni armed forces, while implementing what they promised, renew their warning to the countries of aggression that they will receive more painful hits. The UAE has condemned what it's calling a terrorist attack and says it has the right to respond. Initial investigations indicated the detection of small flying objects, possibly belonging to drones, that fell in two areas and possibly caused the explosion and fire. Police say that no significant damage was caused. Speaking to Times Radio, energy reporter at Bloomberg, Verity Ratcliffe, outlined the Houthis' motivation for the attack. The Houthis have said this is specifically because um, of the UAE carrying out air attacks in Shabra province, which was a huge loss for them because it took them a while to, to take it. And um, those um, airstrikes have been um, very successful for them. Um, and that area is very oil rich. We head back to the Pacific island of Tonga now, where huge amounts of ash are hampering relief efforts after the island was hit by a tsunami following a volcanic eruption. So far, two people have been killed by the disaster, with the island's communications severed and tens of thousands of people in need of essential supplies and shelter, though there are fears the true toll could be much higher. New Zealand is trying to send clean drinking water and other supplies, but planes can't land at the main airport due to the runway being blanketed in ash. 
Live Mavono is a journalist in Fiji. She told Times Radio that information coming from the World Health Organization representatives on the ground is not looking good. They've confirmed a lot of our fears that water and air is an issue in Tonga that requires the broader assistance of the United Nations. At present, that is what the New Zealand Defence Force, as well as the Australian Defence Force, is working on doing as they send naval ships to the kingdom. It's also reported that some of Tonga's small outlaying islands have suffered substantial damage. Luke Tregent, head of emergencies at the British Red Cross, has told Times Radio many low-lying islands are feared to be swamped. What can be estimated is the, the volume of water that has gone into the island, or the islands, following the tsunami, and then this massive cloud of ash which has um, descended on the islands and, and blanketed um, all, all the main towns. You know, 90% of the people in Tonga are dependent in some way on growing their own food. Togans living abroad have been waiting anxiously to hear from relatives and loved ones back home. As reports say, it may take up to two weeks to restore phone and internet lines. The eruption on Saturday was felt as far as the US, while in Peru, two people drowned due to abnormally high waves. On the way, the man suspected of giving up Anne Frank to the Nazis has finally been identified. And don't look up, a huge asteroid is about to fly past the Earth. Times of London Daily World Briefing. With almost 100,000 Russian troops gathered at the country's border with Ukraine, the UK is now supplying Ukrainian forces with anti-tank missiles for self-defence. The British Defence Secretary says a small number of troops will be sent to help with training. Ben Wallace says there is a genuine cause for concern, although Russia denies any invasion plans and accuses the West of aggression. In an interview with Times Radio, Director General of the Russian International Affairs Council, Andrei Kortanov, said he thinks it's unlikely Russia will invade Ukraine anytime soon. Frankly, you know, I find it difficult to... Uh understand what Russia can gain by an invasion to Ukraine. It uh, will lose a lot in terms of economic sanctions and other collateral repercussions of this uh, action, but it's not clear how it can help Russia to strengthen its security positions in Europe. So my take is that uh, Russia will be very cautious uh, not to break the Minsk agreements. It's reported that Russia is moving troops and equipment into Belarus, which borders the north of Ukraine, allegedly for military exercises scheduled for February. So far, talks between Moscow and the United States have produced no breakthrough. Now to France, where the far-right presidential candidate Eric Zemmour has been fined €10,000 after he was convicted of hate speech against migrant children. The case was launched after a TV appearance in September 2020, where Mr Zimor referred to migrant children as thieves, rapists and murderers. Speaking to a news conference on Monday, Mr Zimor was unapologetic. I stand by my statements. Let me repeat what I told the French media a while ago. There can't be racial hate speech because, as far as I know, Unaccompanied minor migrants is not a race. And I consider that the most humanist position, let me insist, humanist, when we see children or adolescents in a country different from their own, is to bring them back to their parents. 
His lawyers said he would appeal against the court's decision. At his trial in November, prosecutors argued that his comments were outrageous and that the limits of freedom of expression had been crossed. Mr Zimor, a former broadcaster who is known for his anti-Islam and anti-immigration views, already has two convictions for hate speech. It's believed that support for his presidential bid has now slipped. It's been almost 80 years since legendary diarist Anne Frank was tragically taken to a concentration camp by the Nazis during World War II, but it's believed the man who gave her up has finally been identified. Frank, who was 15 at the time, spent two years in hiding, and her diary, published after her death, is the most famous first-hand account of Jewish life during the war. It's now believed that a leading figure in the Jewish community in Amsterdam, Arnold Vanderberg, probably gave Anne up in order to save his own family. Tim Robertson, chief executive at the Anne Frank Trust UK, has told Times Radio why Vanderberg is a prime suspect in the investigation. The suspicion is that he would have known the addresses of where Jewish families had been living in the Netherlands. So he would know that the Frank family had been called up to go to work camps but had not appeared. He probably would have known Otto Frank's work address, so he could have then handed that over to the authorities in order to buy safety for himself and his own family. In a statement, the Anne Frank House Museum in Amsterdam said it was impressed with the investigation team's work, but that the interesting hypothesis would need more research. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Sport. With news on who's been voted as the best soccer players in the world, here's John Jackson. Robert Lewandowski has been named FIFA Best Men's Player for a second year in a row. The Polish striker, who plays for Bundesliga side Bayern Munich, beat Gerd Müller's 49-year-old record of 40 goals in a single Bundesliga campaign in 2021. Barcelona's Spanish midfielder Alexia Puteas was named the FIFA Best Women's Player as the team she was involved in won the Spanish League and the UEFA Champions League. English Premier League side Chelsea dominated the remaining awards, with Thomas Tuchel and Emma Hayes taking the best coaching awards and Edouard Mendy named the best men's goalkeeper. Between them, they won the Champions League and the Women's Super League, FA Cup and League Cup treble in England. Argentine Eric Lamella won the Puskas Award for his goal for Tottenham Hotspur against Arsenal, while the Denmark national team and their medical staff took the Fair Play Award for their swift response after Christian Eriksen collapsed on the field during Euro 2020. Times of London Daily World Briefing Entertainment The voice of Holland has fallen silent. The talent show has been taken off air in the Netherlands following allegations of sexual misconduct. It is the original TV singing contest and inspired spin-offs in the US, UK and other countries. An investigation is now underway, but band leader and musician Jerome Reitbergen has admitted having sexual contact with some women from the show and sending sexual text messages. But in the statement to Dutch media, he said at the time he didn't think he'd done anything wrong, but has come to realise the women may have had a different experience to him. He's not the only one under fire. An allegation has been made against rapper and coach on the series, Ali B. He's denied wrongdoing on his Instagram. And finally, forget the pandemic and climate change. There's a giant asteroid heading towards our planet. 
But the good news is the space rock that measures a kilometre wide will pass by the planet on Tuesday and some will be able to catch a glimpse of it. The asteroid has been known about for some time, having first been discovered in Australia in 1994. And fear not, NASA is currently running a test to prove it can knock asteroids off course if a future rocky object poses a threat to Earth. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Tuesday, the 18th of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. 